0: Welcome to the Global From Asia e-commerce gladiator series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia. Now, let's tune in. Enjoying the Global From Asia podcast? Want to meet with other listeners, podcast guests, and business experts? Then you're in luck. Every year we have our annual cross border summit. This year's is our third annual in Shenzhen, China cross border summit. It's a two day conference. Mark your calendars April 20th and 21st of 2018. It's a great time to get together and learn about import and export Amazon FPA e-commerce importing into China and global business. So we hope to catch you there www.crossbordersummit.com slash two zero one eight e-commerce gladiator from Global From Asia episode twenty one. And we're nervous to update you guys. I got a really passionate email from a, a listener that I really appreciate, and uh, I'm glad you guys are engaged. Also, Josh Whiting in New York, we worked together a bit with uh, my previous e-commerce business with shipping bar products in New York City on Second and Second Avenue. That was crazy times, Josh. Thanks for listening. Thank you guys. I. I think it's the truth about content creation. The stuff you're scared to post and uh, the stuff you might be embarrassed about posting is sometimes the most popular. And we are in the heat of it. We are in the heat of it. I I got a little bit emotional today. It's uh it's very frustrating. And it's reminding me why I kind of took a break from e-commerce and I did a mobile app and start up in China. I met my wife and all that crazy stuff in North China. But we're back. I'm back in the game. I'm the gladiator, and we are really being a gladiator with this uh, latest show. So, last week uh, we sent that, we almost we didn't cancel a relationship with that supplier, but we we're talking to other suppliers. And, real time during the show, Roland gets some interesting news from. One of our new replacement factories. We've increased our order size from 500 to 1,000 because it seems like nobody wants to be bothered with that small of an order. And I bring my friend and previous guest of the show, Chris Gormley. He's been trying for 15 years or so, and is owner in a factory himself. He's an American, does LED manufacturing, and uh, we got Roland and Lorenzo back on the show. And I'm getting lots of feedback about how we make decisions in the company. Uh, after the show, I'm going to give some ideas of next steps in making decisions as a team and, and, uh, and everything. So let's listen in. So we're uh, episode 21 of the Gladi- Gladiator series here at Global From Asia, E-Commerce Gladiator. And I think last week's show got some feedback from listeners. And we have uh, an exciting one to talk about today. Things are happening as we record. So before we get into it, we uh we have Lorenzo and Roland back back on the show from last week. So I they're our partners in the in Par Living Inc. And uh, so thanks for coming back on guys. Hey guys. Happy hey everyone. to be here. Awesome. And then we have a friend of mine and a guest that's been on for a long time. A long time, actually, Chris Gormley. You were on episode nine. I looked it up in episode twenty-three, <laughs> way back with the uh, with right. the, with everything. But yeah, so Chris, I thought you'd be great to come back on the show. You you uh, you've been wrestling with suppliers and your own business. You you specialize in LEDs, and you're a partner in an LED factory and in, in uh, Shenzhen. So I think you said. Some of the stuff I caught you up on before the recording, he says, normal anyway. <laughs> so I know, I know Lorenzo and Roland, are, and I'm super stressed, and it's reminding me about how stressful sourcing sourcing is. But uh, before we get started, I wanted to give a quick summary of a, a really long email I got from last week's show. He's talked to me before, but I know he doesn't like to reveal his his name, so I won't reveal his name. But he's a regular listener, and he says another great podcast. Uh, this morning on my commute and he's like, wow, you guys are so freaking green. <laughs> you need to build a relationship with the factory. And then he says, because uh, yeah, Chris, basically we're stressed out because it seems like they might not even make Chinese New Year's if we order now. So I, I, uh, I we feel like that's crazy because Chinese New Year's isn't until middle of February. So obviously if we don't get the order until after Chinese New Year, which would be like end of February, it takes a month to ship maybe a few weeks to ship to the u.s that means like end of march finally getting the product into amazon sales so crazy it's just been crazy so he but he seems to think this this uh listener is this is normal because this is the busiest time of the year um to ship near the before the chinese new year and uh the economy is booming globally and so many people are making orders and we're a small buyer. We're trying to do a 500 piece order for a few thousand dollars of these uh, coffee makers. So he's just saying, um, why don't we deal with like a distributor in our home country or deal with a wholesaler or, or uh, you know, deal with a factory should be a bigger, bigger order anyway. There's a lot of other things we need to know. And, and of course what happened was Chris is we sent a contract to the factory last week and they rejected it and they basically almost basically said we're not really don't want to do business with you anymore <laughs> um, so we actually found a new supplier now so lorenzo do you want to give us an update cuz last last show you were going to go down to uh Zhejiang province and Hong Kong and all these yeah. so what, yeah I, what did, was... I did i
1: did
2: yeah on saturday i went to uh to visit uh, two other suppliers which were the first two that we had initially uh, shortlisted and so I went there, we, we uh, went well, agreed on the terms and all that. First of all, the first one was a big trading company, which is also one of the suppliers for the, for the biggest name in, in our niche, the biggest competitor. And um, everything went well. We agreed on the terms, on the details, on the payments, on the, the time frame and everything. And then after that, we went to the second one, same deal. We agreed on everything. I took, I took a lot of notes. I took my notebook with me. And, um, and then, uh, the two days later on Monday, when I messaged back the first, uh, supply, which was to me, the one that I wanted, that, that I had the, the best feedback from, they were the most professional, very no, uh, language barrier because the salespeople spoke pretty good English and all that. So I, I messaged them and we agreed on 500 units. I said, yes, even though the normal MOQ is 2000 units, but, uh, they can, uh, they can do a 500 uh, unit order for the first or the test order. So I messaged them on, on Monday morning saying, okay, so let's get going. I'm going to send you the contract for 500. And then the girl replied back, oh, I'm sorry to tell you, we cannot do 500. The factory cannot do it. They would, the, it's uh, the most, I mean, uh, they, can, they can only do 1,500 units if you can increase it. So that's what it, um, it didn't work out to the first one. And we have to go back to the second one the second supplier was basically as Eno, our our experienced qc guy coined them to be a workshop and they, they are actually pretty much a workshop they're a small factory but everything is is a very old school old-fashioned mom and pop type of type of uh business so um and when with them communication wasn't the best because the girl barely speaks any english and all that and uh, I had to repeat myself three times with with, with Eno and uh, just to get the basic facts from, from them. And we did agree on a 500 unit test order um, just to test the, the product and all that. So I messaged her again. And then now we've been going through a lot of, uh, you know, back and forth headache. And uh, a couple of times today and yesterday, the deal seemed dead. She told us twice, oh, sorry, we, it's too complicated. We cannot do it. Communication too hard. And we had to use our utmost uh, you know self-control and to um, to try to be as diplomatic as possible to to Sweden the uh, sweet talker to uh, to do business with us so now we uh, we, we talked among ourselves maybe 500 uh, unit is too small let's raise that to 1,000 units that's what we did I messaged back the first supplier the trading company said listen we have a good news for you uh, we've got to increase our order from 500 to 1,000, and they still told us it's too small. Factory can only do 1,500 because they're super busy right now. We even reached back to the first supplier that we that we spent almost a month trying to do business with, and even to them we told them, listen, we are we are we are willing to increase our order from 500 to 1,000, and still the same thing. they told us that it's not a matter of of, uh, of order size, but right now. The factory is pretty much, pretty much super busy until until the end of uh, the Chinese New Year, so they cannot uh, fulfill that order right now. So that's 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 where we are right now. And today
0: it's been like um, today's been crazy.
2: And also one thing that really, 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 for me, uh, just one thing I want.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Roland. Yeah, go ahead. Ray Roland can update us today. Yeah. What's going on?
3: Yeah, as we're—it's funny because I'm multitasking so much. I'm coming from a uh, factory in uh, my country on the highway driving, <laughs>
1: uh,
3: uh, just funny. sent the contract on a podcast call and and negotiating with this uh, factory yeah. through a translation. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they say guys are not good at at multitasking. Uh, Okay, so basically, uh, she's asking if we're depositing the money now. I just uh, told her that as soon as she signed the contract, we're sending her the money. She just uh, sent us uh, her, her RMB, Chinese Yuan uh, bank account number and uh, details. So, uh, we're right now, we're waiting for the new factory to sign the contract uh, so we can release the first 30%
2: okay. of the payment. Okay, awesome. So I just wanted to add one key thing that's been extremely frustrating for me is that with uh, with all three suppliers, we agreed on all the terms verbally, physically, in person. Was at their office, at the factory, and then the next day or two days after, when I when I um, con- tried to confirm that on WeChat, or on uh, by email, all oh, the tell us, "Oh no, that's not the price. The price is they give us a price which is higher, despite the fact that we had we had uh, confirmed everything in person and even like for example." The pricing, for example, on the, on the on the supplier we're working with right now for the uh, for the packaging and all that, she sent, even for the basic cost, she sent us a purchase invoice with a price that we had uh, agreed on. And then later on, she uh, she's telling us that the price she sent us is not the correct one and, and the new price is even higher. So that's something that's been extremely frustrating for me and, and I had to be ultra, uh, ultra, I mean, be super calm because that was making me, Fuming
0: like crazy. Yeah. So, so Chris, I know we just I had caught you up, but yeah, we we've been really frustrated because you know even have you following at the beginning. I, I, you know, we started this company in like August, of, launched, and it's December now, and we're getting these numbers like we won't get the first shipment in until March. It's like
2: sorry, we started. Uh, sourcing back in early October our initial plan was to get everything done and shipped to Amazon by say end of October early November maybe maybe we're too optimistic or naive well we we tried to make Christmas exactly that was our point get Chris get a piece of the action for Christmas Cyber Cyber Monday Black Friday all that good stuff but now it's almost I mean we're past Christmas now almost and still nothing done
0: yeah so Chris what do you what are you feeling from hearing all of this
1: I mean, I've had a lot of questions about a lot of different things you said, and I didn't really take notes along the way. But just a few things that pop in my head is, um, do they say why they can't make your order in a month or six weeks or two months or however long it takes?
0: So uh, the the funny thing is, Chris, they always say on their quotations, sometimes 25 days, sometimes 30 days. They always say it on all these suppliers. I think they roll in Lorenzo would agree. But then once we, what happened last time was we sent them a contract and it says, if you're late by these 30 days, we take a percent off each day. You're late. And that's when they said, sorry, we can't do business with you. Actually, we're not going to be able to be delivered until maybe after Chinese new year. This is too small of an order, blah, 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 blah. But all before that, they were saying a month. But when the reason they ran away or got really fed up with us was we sent a contract that gave them penalties if they were late. Um, And this new one said also twenty five days today, and they want us to send the money to them. And literally, like Roland is talking to them on WeChat as we're doing this phone call, as phone call and interview, Uh, they're sending us the bank account details. They want the money. We're trying to get them to sign the contract before we send them the money, because you know how it is, Chris. You send them the money, and then it seems like they say twenty five or thirty days. But the reason they're saying now is it's a busy season with Chinese New Year coming. Everybody's trying to get their order in before Chinese New Year. Also, this listener that sent a long email also says we probably should have got our order in by the end of November to get pre-Chinese New Year order finished. So I think they're, the reason they're saying it's going to be later is the, everybody's ordering to get their orders finished before Chinese New Year.
1: So is it? So I mean, I'm I, I mean, specifically, what's the issue? Because sometimes they'll tell you. Listen, um, we don't have enough machines to bend the metal a certain way. Um, our packaging supplier um, has an MOQ of fifteen hundred units, so we need to like talk to him, and he's really busy right now. There's a lot of different reasons why they might take a long time, um, and I think the key is to find out what that reason is because sometimes it's something very small that you can solve very easily, um, but you know maybe it requires a little bit more money or like a little bit more effort, and the sales sales growth. Girl- Themselves don't want to deal with that. I mean, I so normally I would if if I'm going to buy something that's going to be manufactured for me, I'd want to understand the process of how it's made and what components are coming in, and then like work work my way from there.
0: Yeah, well, we were trying to order these special plastic gaskets. There's like MOQ of like two thousand, and so we're just going to have extra stock of like a thousand pieces. But Roland seems like he has something he's trying to say.
3: I think we did not include the RMB fees, only the US fees, and, and she only wants to accept RMBs, and that's the reason she cannot sign it. Lorenzo, if you're on the computer, can you please update that to RMB with the exchange rate we were talking about? Yeah,
0: the 7.3, okay, well done. All right, but I mean, I guess hopefully she does, I think for us, we just want to make sure we get this on time. But uh, but this is a good question, is Lorenzo, for you to ask why they, if there are ways we can help them make it faster or or uh, help them take some pressure off. Well, the
2: uh, the only explanation I got was from um, Bauer last week, and also from uh, the trading company, and they both told me the same thing: is that the the factory is, uh, is too busy, and our order is too small. And that's that's basically the bottom line. But the bottom line is that they were they're too busy right now, and they cannot. Fulfill our order up until after the Chinese New Year. Let me just find the answer, and I will even read the
0: exact well, answer. I think Chris, the other reason is we are well. We even though we we do have uh, we've raised you know the company's funded. We've you know we've raised money for the company. We don't want to put all this money on one order, one SKU. So you know, 500 piece order is, uh, at $4 a piece, you know, obviously it's not a lot of money. Uh, it's like four fifty, So it's like, you know, it's like a couple thousand bucks. So we did increase it to, to a thousand pieces, but they're you know, we, we've been also just conservative about how many pieces we're trying to order. They keep seem, seems, seems like they normally do at least 2000 pieces from what these factories seem to say. Um, I think it's, they just, that sounds like,
1: one. yeah, it sounds like it's a hundred percent a negotiation to me. It's not like a, it's like an answer that's like uh not yeah they, very, they just basically strange.
0: say we're not as important to them as we have so many other orders we've already booked or the last the supplier we were talking for like a month lorenzo went there multiple times to their factory basically they got fed i guess we were kind of going back and forth a lot with them but they also they said they were too small and too much trouble i feel like they said to us
2: i think on that i'd like to add something i got some feedback from Eno because is very is experienced. And what he told me is that because our terms, especially with the, with, the, with the penalty fees and all that, were um, were maybe too strict for them. And also because our order is too small, it's not like we're ordering, like, say, 5,000 units or 10,000 units. We don't have the same leverage and power with them as if it was a big order. For 500 orders, you know, from what Eno told me is that it's almost as if they are doing us a favor by accommodating us for that small order. And we cannot uh, expect them, uh, I mean, them with all those very strict um terms for for late fees that's what eno gave me feedback because i, I asked his, his opinion because he's a very uh, yeah sure experienced guy so
0: yeah just so people know eno yeah you know is from insight quality they've been they've been helping us out a lot and in, in the show and while well, the business but also we want to make sure people know it's insight quality is one of our supporters of this venture but um but yeah, Chris, I, but, the, but the thing that annoys me is if you can't do 25 days, why even tell us 25 days and wait until we send a contract that has penalties if you don't deliver the time you say you're going to deliver? You know, like they just seem to throw 25 days on it and send it to us. And But yeah, they, you know how it is, Chris, they get offended. And, you know, like even Lorenzo's been telling us in WeChat groups, we don't want to offend them. But we're the customer. It's like we they're doing us so, a favor by letting us... Yeah. Buy from them at a small moq and by us saying if you're late there's going to be repercussions
1: they get offended and turn away turn us away i think like the way i look at it is you're not you're not in japan you're not dealing with japanese like being offended like or acting like you're you're offended it's just like a negotiation point here so i mean i i I literally never worry about that at all you just got to like ask for what you want and then any response you get a, a point for you to negotiate around, so like if somebody told me, sorry, we can 't make your order in time, um, I would ask them why, and if they 're basically like you 're not ordering enough then that that 's the true answer is that they could make your order in time, but they don 't care enough yeah but I think that's what' taken for them
0: I put that email uh, I deleted a you know a sense of information, but I put her response in last week 's show says, Dear Lorenzo, we double-checked your contract and noticed general terms, time of shipment. If the order, if the order upon order date is not received... Within 30 days of signing this contract, force mature, 1% deduction total. Blah, blah. She says, Sorry, we cannot accept this item. We never do 1% per day before. The most was 2% after two weeks and 5% for three weeks. Also, this order schedule has been delayed long, long enough in time of busy season. Factory will start holiday before the end of January. PO has already arranged fully new orders, almost cannot be delivered before CNY. That's basically what she was saying. So it's just they seemed like they didn't like this term. And then they said, you know what? We're tired of this back and forth. We're not going to be able to deliver until after even start to manufacture this until after Chinese new year was their response to our contract.
1: Well, it sounds like they rejected your terms of your negotiation. Uh, I am listening.
0: Okay. Um, so right now, just as literally like you heard Roland saying, but it's, but Roland, I don't know if you're listening if they accept, if that's the one thing they didn't, if if they, but the main point is, if we update the term, that term will they accept this contract? I think is the question. Uh, rather than wasting our time, did they check the other points of the contract?
3: Uh, basically, she's saying that uh, since we, we're trying to make so many custom customization on the on the boxes. And now that we send the contract with the facts, what we want, she's confused because, uh, because, well, we asked her about many things before and, and she's going back to negotiations pretty much. So we were talking about what she can uh, do and what she cannot do. And now she's telling me, I feel like it's like the language barrier, even though we have a translator now that. She's going back to, oh, I thought you need this thick gasket and that thick gasket and so on, even though that we already agreed that she cannot do that. And we we accepted that.
0: Yeah, so we're ordering some components from other, other suppliers, Chris, and now it seems like they thought that we wanted those, uh, from what I understand what we're all saying. But I think she's just – because we have this contract that we – we should have sent earlier to the last factory, but it was very clear. It said in English and Chinese, "If you're late, this happens." And also, it has to be to this exact spec. Attachment A and Attachment A had a list of all the specifications and picture and, and like you know design, which is what I insist you know insisted we did. I'm happy we did because that's what made them reject us. Because this one's now seeing that contract for the first time and telling us they didn't know we wanted that and this and this and that, even though it seems like it was agreed on.
1: So, is this a very big factory?
0: Uh, the one we're doing,
2: dealing right now with is a very small one.
1: So they, so maybe the person you're speaking to is the sales person and the owner?
2: The owner, I don't believe so, but probably the sales supervisor or some, some, person, some people in, uh, in management. All
1: right. So, I mean, if it's a very small one, um, it's possible that they're just like, too busy dealing with stuff and maybe they don't really understand. And if they make any mistakes, then their risk is is that they're not going to hit their ship time. Um, because they made a mistake and there's misunderstanding and then there's a penalty and they're going to get paid less. So I mean, if if there's a small supplier that's doing that for me, I'd probably go there in person and like literally work through each step uh, in like hand in hand oh, that's
2: with them. That's, that's what I that's what, that's what I did on Saturday. I mean, I went through every single item on 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 our order exactly all the details we want. Every little I we I explained that and repeated that three times with the help of our uh, QC guy, Eno. So that's what I did on Saturday. And even there, it was, it was it was confusing because you would ask her one thing, she would say one thing, so I would take my notes, and after I would just repeat it just to confirm, just to make sure there's no misunderstanding. And then she would quite often say, oh no, that's not what I said. And that, <laughs> and that happened a few times. It was very frustrating. Said so, that lady, that's exactly what you told me. Look at my, my, my <laughs> note. I, I took the note five minutes before in front of you. And she was saying, oh, no, 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 no. I said, well, you know what? <laughs> that's why I've been telling you guys that I've been having some... That's a place that I'm the least, uh, you know...
3: Uh... Guys, um... Yeah. Oh, my God. What's happening? I don't even want to say it on the podcast.
0: I think that's <laughs> going to make it that interesting, I think.
3: Last last message, I give up this order, Okay
2: supplier
0: yeah, i see that i see that.
2: oh
3: it's it's i just really want to call them but i'm unable to call them
2: maybe we should have the the chinese person that's helping us now she but knows see, more about what's going on just i don't understand
0: the chris they reject it they don't bargain they, they just get offended i think it's too the late they, they see us as too difficult that we want to list out all our specifications and this late penalty, but if they don't like the late penalty, why can't they bargain with us? But it just seems like they're going to be, but they being seems yeah. like they're just going to be late to us. Then, I guess, well, right?
1: I mean, maybe she doesn't think it's worth her time to negotiate it. It's a two thousand dollar order, and let's say they're going to make like a thousand bucks off of it. You know, like what's the value of their time to deal with that?
3: Okay, now our translator is trying to call her. Okay, so hopefully she's going to be able to do this. But basically, uh, during the payment negotiation on what, what uh, currency we're going to be paying, she said that, uh, I mean, we also said that we, we would like to increase the box size. And she said that, okay, let's talk about it after we discuss the currency, currencies. We discuss the currencies and then we try to uh, increase the size of the box and she said that i cannot believe you're changing again. <laughs> even though she said that let's discuss this after the currency
2: discussion. i know that's exactly what so, happened to me as well i mean
3: seriously what is going on
2: <laughs> i've been telling you, maybe we should also give a, give give her up because she's not worth it she's not able to follow simple business instructions <laughs> seriously seriously Maybe we should look for, be more because honestly, we already missed Christmas and all the all the sh- sh- shopping season. Might as well wait a few more days and find an actual supplier that actually understands us and we do business with. Because I'm sure there's many other suppliers in the region, if not in you've been doing that for
3: three months now, Lorenzo. That's
2: I know, I know. And I'm as anxious as you, buddy. I want to get going and make money ASAP, I know. But better be doing it the right way and not get, uh, you know... Uh, i right
1: yeah, I'm I'm trying not to laugh cuz I I've, I've heard this pretty much the exact same conversation thousands of times probably it's like so common it's so common for everyone to
2: have <laughs> the same yeah, issue yes so, so listener keep that in mind be patient you need to be extra patient but i mean
0: <laughs> what, but i mean what, but seriously chris i mean do we want to spend 10 grand on one SKU that we haven't tested in the market in amazon i mean we could just spend 10 grand on one product and and they like listen to us but This is why, like when I told people on the show, I told, I started with drop shipping. I I drop shipped and wholesaled in the U.S. when I started my first e-commerce bar products business. You know, this has kind of been different for me because we are going from uh, the kind of backward. We're doing direct from the factory. So it's just been so challenging and they want high order sizes and we don't want to do a huge order size. And we ordered from EWU and it was just crap quality we had to reject. So, I mean... um, I guess they just don't like this late penalty thing. It seems like it really offends them because both both of them see that. Maybe right maybe now,
3: right now it's not about the late penalty. Right now it's about her not being flexible because our order size is only a thousand pieces.
0: So it's actually not two thousand, like four thousand
2: five hundred. Hey, Mike.
0: We a thousand pieces where we doubled the order size actually just a couple of days ago. Last week we we're doing 500 pieces. Now we're going up to a thousand. We're off 450 each, four each $4,500.
2: Yeah. Mike, here's, here's a suggestion. Um, the trading company said the factory's minimum, I mean, they would, they would only entertain us uh, uh, as long as we can do 1,500 units. How about we increase the order from 1,000 to
0: five? 1, I, I mean, this is what keeps happening. We're from 500 to 1,500. <laughs> but I mean... But at least we we'll are be dealing with, with with a professional company that actually... So, I mean, as far as the investment, that'll be yeah. about... What is that going to be like? $7,500. About yeah. uh, So, I mean, we, our investment, we started about $40,000 investment in the company. We've, you know, spent money on legal fees and corporation fees, other fees, where I like uh, other things where I like $32,000 in the bank right now in the U.S. Bank of America and send wire. So we got like $32,000. We said 7000 on one SKU that we haven't sold yet. I mean, uh, that's about out of $32,000. That's uh what is that? Like a quarter of the order? And uh, like it's like the, a third of Man, I'm getting embarrassed on doing my math wrong, but that's a significant amount of our money on one product. I don't know what Chris is thinking as a business person, but do we roll the dice on one SKU, a third of our order? I mean, third of our investment, a quarter of our investment?
1: I mean, if, if it was me and I felt very secure that you had a market for it, and even if you didn't have market for it, that you can like liquidate it and get some money back at the end of it, you know, even if you sold it at cost because it didn't work out for you, then like, why not, right? I mean, at the same time, if you're not moving that many units and you have, I don't know, how many guys in your company, you know, you have to have enough volume to make sense. If you're only selling 500 units, that's not really gonna. Well, yeah, we pay, always pay the bills. Or, we
0: always felt like it wasn't. Obviously, we knew it wasn't going to be a lot, but the main yeah. the main purpose of doing a lower volume was to test the market, which is not. Yeah. It's not about. Oh. Uh,
1: why don't you buy ten?
0: Or twenty. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Actually, that's well. That's another thing I did with the bar supplies was I, I lost money on my orders. I used to sell it before I had it. I didn't have a drop shipper, and then when I got to order, I'd order it retail from my supplier or my wholesaler and ship it direct to the customer. It may not retail, but at a wholesale price.
1: Yeah, and had- and if you needed a customizations, like for ten pieces, you can do it by hands or by like smaller batch. I guess machines.
0: I guess the real reason we can't do ten or twenty is. We wanted it to be our private label PL, or you know, packaging and Amazon listing. We'd have we'd have it wouldn't have any unless we, I guess we could go in the US and order a box with our logos on it and and put another yeah. mocha pie inside of it or something. But but they all have their brand on it, I guess.
1: Well, how how is the brands put on it? It's like a laser etcher. Yeah. So there's laser a guy yeah. probably I promise you there's got to be fifty machines within a three mile radius of where you're at right now that you put it in a laser etcher and it takes about, uh, I don't know, maybe half an hour to set it up and then oh, yeah, maybe you, 20 seconds per machine.
0: You're talking about in China?
1: Well, why not? You can do it. You why can it also do it you- in New York. There's like maker spaces that'll do it for you. But I mean, if that's your, if your main goal is to get it out there and test it and you have.
0: Well, 10 pieces, I guess we're going to ask the factory. The factory seems, they sent us a couple samples. I guess we can say 10. Uh, I mean, I guess you have a, that's a point we could buy 10 from the factory. Uh, it's
3: not not only about engraving. We, uh, maybe maybe uh, we maybe we proved the product on several.
0: Yeah, we did make we did we did read tons exactly. of feedback on Amazon. There are negative reviews on competitors, and there's uh, there's there's a few different adjustments we've made to the fire resistant handle and the sealant for the leaking, and there's a few uh, modifications we've made. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we can make this answer on today's show. Next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's true though. I mean we do gotta talk with the other team uh and we gotta we gotta think about it. But it seems like now we're going to the trading company at the with the fifteen hundred MOQ as a potential order. I mean, I do believe this can be sold or liquidated in the market, but I think maybe it's enough I appreciate Chris's time. I don't even I don't even have a clock on this. I don't even know how long I've been talking, but uh I think hopefully this is valuable. I better be valuable for the listeners. I think this is really an amazing insights and real time, uh, action, but it's really challenging for the small SMEs. You know, like I, I, I know how hard it is. And we're here in China, uh, you know, Lorenzo and I, and still, still just this challenge, you know, um, it's so what got me out in China 10 years ago was I was so frustrated doing this remotely from the U.S. on, on Skype and Alibaba and Global Sources in the middle of the night. It's still hard, even being here. But I think what we have to think about from you know to wrap up today's call is: do we increase the order size and go with a higher MOQ with a a factory, another supplier? I think that's the main decision at this point: is increase our order size or maybe try to get ten pieces made and send it, which that might be also a fair point. Just to rush, it's almost Christmas. This can be over before the show. is Well, the show will be online, but it's impossible to get it for Christmas, but we could send some smaller amounts to, to Amazon. That, that's a point. we get some production
1: samples sent there.
0: All right, Chris, uh, do you have any final, final words for us?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if I've given you any advice. that's really valuable. It just feels like what you're going through is a pretty normal thing. If that helps at all. Um, it's just going through selecting your suppliers and, You figure out your product, figure out what issues they have, see if they can fix them and over time, you know, when you're doing your 10,000 and 20,000 piece orders, hopefully you don't have these issues.
3: You know, Chris, this is not only a a coffee maker, it's a bundle of uh, different accessories that can be used uh, to make coffee and uh, mm-hmm. decorate coffee and stuff, and that's the reason we have like a custom box that includes the entire set, including the coffee maker. So having ten of each and just packaging it up would have uh, a cost that that wouldn't worth doing business. And right now we're so close that that I don't think. Well, we I
0: don't think or we're or not going to cancel. I think thing. what I, what we're just. I mean, it just seems like what's leaning towards is going to the 1,500 MOQ supplier. I just feel like, and this call and our discussion with the four of us, it seems like we have to increase it to another 500 pieces. That's basically what I feel like is happening right now. Or do we keep trying to find a supplier that's willing to do less, which seems like it's very...
3: I mean, yeah, $1,500 is the big, big uh, factor is uh, MOQ. So with that, we, we are not supposed to have any problem whatsoever because that's where they can customize well. And uh, we wouldn't have to go with the small workshop that is unable to speak or So it, or understand. I think at, desks.
2: at this time, Mike, that's exactly what you told. It's not a matter of, of, of uh, order size, but a matter of, uh, of them being too busy right now.
0: Hey, I agree, but easy. of course, yeah, what but 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 Lorenzo I think if we order if if we order 10,000 I'm sure it can be faster right Chris if we order oh, 10 thousand yeah. pieces it'll be faster
1: yeah but, but but actually that that what that means is that they're not too busy it means that they just don't care it's like if you ask a girl to go out with you on, on like Friday night and she's like no nah, I'm too busy but then if you ask her to you know fly to Paris exactly, with you yeah. for the weekend all of a sudden she's not busy so
0: well, I think that I guess Lorenzo if, I guess we can go back to that fifteen hundred piece one, but I don't know. I feel like uh, we got to decide how much we want to invest on this first order. I think is the other thing, like it's about 7,000 or $8,000 plus shipping. But uh, that's a, you know, it's a big, uh, this bigger decision for the company. I think is the main thing.
2: Another option would be Mike. I don't know. Just, uh, just thinking out loud, maybe we could, we could uh, look for another product to, to source right now, a product, not as customized, smaller amount and that we can send within the next 30 days we can we can have a chip before the say the end of january so that we can have something going while we still find the right factory to work with us to make that uh, highly custom customized you know um a coffee product uh okay that's 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 one,
0: one. i th- well we are we are i mean roland's got some products in the pipeline, you you got some products. Sure, yeah, I have quite a few. Yeah. I mean, there are you guys. We do have other products on the pipeline, and uh, it, it could be coffee related. I mean, I yeah. think it must be. Well, I think that is happening. I know Roland's got some updates on some products. Um, but I think uh, let's let's set, let's wrap up today's call. But I don't know if you want to go back to that supplier right—the fifteen one, We don't want to waste—not to say waste our time, it's but I think time. we want to make sure we want to make sure that we're serious to make that order before we go back mm-hmm. to them. Maybe mm-hmm. uh, I think maybe we gotta go back to our team and and uh, and have a vote on this. Yeah.
3: Right now, I think we just need to fix this uh, uh, workshop to proceed with the order because we are so
0: close. Yeah. <laughs> agree
3: Getting like she's just bitching.
0: Um, All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, keep everybody updated, and I think uh, we'll roll this till next week for updates for the team, and we'll keep talking, but. Thanks Chris for your time too. I appreciate it. And uh, and everybody for listening.
2: Thanks for the feedback, Chris. Thanks everybody for listening to all our drama and all what you're going through. Hope you're learning from it. Yeah.
1: Cheers. All right, no worries, guys. All right. See you guys. Bye bye.
0: Well actually I'll put a picture in the show notes at globalfromasia.com slash episode zero two one, and you can see Roland's setup up while he's driving a car with a laptop, talking on a podcast, talking to a supplier on WeChat. Dude, that's dangerous, actually. <laughs> I mean, I love the hustle, but uh, let's all be safe, okay? I know a lot of you guys are listening while you're driving. Hopefully, it won't make you go crazy while you're driving and and going to your morning commute like one of our great listeners Thanks for the feedback again, and thanks for feedback, everybody, about my voice and the tones and enjoying the show. We are uh, in the battlefield, in the arena, in the e-commerce gladiator, and Chris gave me some feedback, too, and and Mayor and others have been saying in my leadership, I've been too democratic, and it's been slowing down the business and too many people involved with decisions and... Uh we got to talk with the team. Maybe it'll be next week's show's topic, or at least I'll update you. But I think we got to make decisions faster. And I do have experience with this stuff. I, honestly, I, I hate the sourcing. I mean, that's why I enjoy interviewing others about sourcing. I'm not a fan of dealing with factories. I'm not a fan of uh, fighting and pushing and negotiating all the time. I, I love internet marketing. I love content creation. But I think I'm going to have to get more involved in this and uh and uh more involved I've been talking about the increasing the order size seems like we have to increase our order size it's scary and business is scary and we're gladiators and we're pushing forward man 21 shows deep and uh, some weeks i'm afraid to update you guys and uh, we'll see what's up for next week thanks so much for listening everybody have a great day have a great day Global from Asia E-Commerce Gladiator Series, where you can follow along the progress of setting up a cross-border e-commerce business from start to finish. Hear insights of real product research, Amazon FBA, China manufacturing, branding, marketing, and all the blood, sweat, and tears of building a global business from Asia.